And I'm going to begin in verse 24. Mateo, um, 24 through 30. Capítulo 13, versículos 24 a 30. And then we're going to read 36 to 43. Y también vamos a leer 36 a 43. All right, so. He put another parable, excuse me, he put another parable before them saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared also. And the servants of the master of the house came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have weeds? He said to them, An enemy has done this. So the servant said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he said, No, lest in gathering the weeds you root up the wheat along with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and the harvest time I will tell the reapers, Gather the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Dice, Jesús les contó, les contó otra parábola. El reino de los cielos es como un hombre que sembró buena semilla en su campo. Pero mientras todos dormían, llegó su enemigo y les sembró mala hierba entre el trigo y se fue. Cuando, cuando brotó el trigo y se formó la, la espiga, apareció también la mala hierba. Los siervos fueron al dueño y le dijeron, Señor, ¿No sembró usted semilla buena en su campo? Entonces, ¿de dónde salió la mala hierba? Esto es la obra de un enemigo, le respondió. Le preguntaron los siervos, ¿Quiere usted que vayamos a arrancarla? No, les contestó. No sea que al arrancar, no sea que al arrancar la mala hierba, arranquen con ella el trigo. Dejen que crezcan juntos hasta, hasta la cosecha. Entonces, les diré a los segadores, recojan primero la mala hierba y átenla en manojos para quemarla y después recojan el trigo y guárdenlo en mi, en mi granero. Verse 36, Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and the disciples came to him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed is the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one. And the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the close of the age. And the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will it be at the close of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will gather out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. He who has ears, let him hear. Versículo 36. Una vez que se despidió de la multitud, entró en la casa, se le acercaron sus discípulos y le pidieron, explícanos la parábola de la mala hierba del campo. El que sembró la buena semilla es el hijo del hombre, le respondió Jesús. El campo es el mundo, y la buena semilla representan los hijos del reino. 
la mala hierba son los hijos del maligno y el enemigo que la y el enemigo que la siembra es el diablo la cosecha es el fin del mundo y los segadores son los ángeles así como se recoge la mala hierba y se quema en el fuego ocurrirá también al fin del mundo el hijo del hombre enviará a sus ángeles y arrancarán de su reino a todos los que los que pecan y hacen pecar los arrojarán al horno encendido donde habrá llanto y rechinar de los dientes entonces los justos brillarán en el reino en el reino de su padre como el sol el que el que tenga el que tenga oídos que oiga pray with me oren conmigo lord we we pray lord as we look at another picture of your kingdom lord that you would give us understanding señor pido que nos des entendimientos entendimiento hoy que vemos otra relatos del, del reino. Give us eyes to see, give us ears to hear, Lord. Danos oídos para escuchar y ojos para ver. I pray that we would be your kingdom people, Lord. Oro que seamos tu gente del reino. I pray your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oro que venga tu reino y que tu voluntad sea hecha en la tierra como es en el cielo. Bless this time today, Lord. I pray for your spirit to, to move in our hearts. Oro que el Espíritu mueva nuestros corazones. Help us understand uh, that your kingdom is marked by justice, Lord. Y ayúdanos a entender que tu reino está marcado por la justicia. In Jesus' name we pray. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen. Can have a seat. Se pueden sentar. Welcome to Redemption West Mesa. My name is Chris Amaro. I'm one of the pastors here. Bienvenidos a Redención West Mesa. Él es Chris Amaro, es uno de los pastores aquí. We're in week two of four uh, of a series called Pictures of the Kingdom. Y estamos en la serie dos de cuatro que se llama uh, Relatos del Reino. But before we get into the text, did anyone hear about Donald Sterling, the owner of the Clippers this week? Y antes de que estudiamos, ¿alguien uh, escuchó lo que pasó con el dueño de los Clippers? Well, It, the news it came out, there was this recording that uh, captured him saying a, a bunch of racist comments. Hubo un, un grabamiento de una, plat, una plática telefónica donde estaba haciendo muchas remarcas racistas. He was talking to his, his Sancha, his girlfriend, on the phone. Estaba hablando con su novia o con su Sancha en el teléfono. He, he, he was mad at her for having uh, associating with blacks and, and Mexicans. Y él estaba muy enojado porque ella se asocia con afroamericanos y con mexicanos. And he, and he really came off in, in this tape as, uh, as kind of like he viewed himself as a, a slave owner in, in his players or his slaves. Y en esa plática él se hizo ver a él como alguien que, que tiene esclavos y es dueño de esclavos. I thought the, the ironic thing is, is his girlfriend was half black, half Mexican. Y lo más irónico es de que su novia es mitad mexicana y mitad afroamericana. So, so the tape came out, there was this huge outrage, outcry when people heard it. Entonces cuando la gente oyó este, esta plática, había mucho enojo. Right, people are, are responding with this great cry for justice. Y la gente quería justicia. Right? People were going to boycott. Players were going were to walk out, not even play. Iba a haber boycott, que es como cuando uh, deciden no ir a los juegos. Uh, the advertisers were already pulling their advertising money. Y los patrocinadores iban a quitar su dinero, ya no iban a patrocinar. And everyone was waiting 
for what the NBA commissioner uh, was going to do, the, the judgment he was going to hand down. Y toda la gente estaba esperando a ver qué es lo que iba a ser el el jefe del NBA, de todo el NBA. Right, so there was this anticipation, this great longing for justice. Entonces estaban anticipando la justicia a ver qué es lo que iba a pasar. And so Monday there was a special uh, press conference and he was banned for life from the NBA. He got a slap on the wrist compared to money of what he's got, 2.5 million fine and they were going to try to force him to sell the team. Entonces le multaron 2.5 millones de dólares por lo que hizo. Y lo van a forzar a que venda el, el equipo de los Clippers. And so, when the, when the judgment came down, people were, were rejoicing. They were, they were praising Dennis Seaver for his, his judgment. Y cuando habían hecho esto, la gente estaba alabando al jefe de la NBA por el juzgamento o por, la, por el juicio o la justicia más bien que él había, que él había traído. And, and what all this reminded me of is, is that we have this deep longing inside of ourselves for justice. Y de lo que me recuerda es de este, lo que estamos esperando, que queremos justicia. Right. Everyone has this in them where, where we want to see the, the things that were, are broken made right. Todos queremos ver las cosas que están quebrantadas, las queremos ver bien. Right. We, we know it's not the way it's supposed to be. Sabemos que así no deben de ser las cosas. And so today what we're going to see is, and, and what, why I think that longing is in us is because, uh, because of this longing for the kingdom. Y pienso que tenemos este esperamiento de, de justicia, so porque estamos esperando el reino. So what we're going to see is today that the, the, this picture of judgment in the kingdom. Entonces vamos a ver este, esta foto de, de juzgamiento. Right, God's kingdom is a just kingdom. El, el reino de Dios es un reino justo. And, and this is, in fact, I know it sounds hard and, and it sounds heavy, but this is good news that, that God will judge. He will separate the wheat from the weeds. Y esto es un poco difícil, o se escucha un poco difícil, pero esto es justicia. Es, es, Dios va a separar el trigo de la hierba mala. So let me do a little recap in case you don't know what the kingdom of God is. Entonces vamos a hacer un, una... Una recap que es como vamos a ver la semana pasada para que sepan qué es lo que es el reino. It really is the, the story of all of history. Es la historia de todo el mundo. Right? In the beginning, God creates the heavens and the earth. His kingdom is initiated. En el principio, Dios creó los cielos y la tierra y su reino está iniciando. He's king. He rules and reigns. Él es rey. And shalom fills the earth. This peace and universal human flourishing. Y Shalom, que es una paz um, donde el, uh, el human, la humanidad florece. Right. And then Genesis chapter 3 tells us then those the fall. Everything was broken. Y en el capítulo 3 de Génesis vemos que hay una caída y todo se entra el pecado en el mundo. There's rebellion in God's kingdom and it brings in suffering, sin and death. Hay rebelión en el reino de Dios y trae sufrimiento y muerte. So when we look at our Bibles, everything after Genesis chapter 3 until the Gospels is anticipating the coming kingdom. Entonces cuando lees tu Biblia, todo después de Génesis capítulo 3 es la anticipación. Estamos esperando el reino de Dios. Good job. Couldn't have said it better myself. So... So, so everyone's waiting for 
the king to come back, right? To, to redeem, to restore his creation. Entonces estamos esperando al rey a que venga a restaurar la creación. Right? We're waiting for shalom to return to earth. That's that, this longing for things to be made right. Estamos esperando este shalom, esta, esta paz universal. All right, so there's the creation, there's the fall, then there's the redemption. Hay la creación, la caída, y hay uh, redención. That's where the King Jesus, he comes to, to, to have victory and to re uh, redeem his, his kingdom. Eso es cuando viene Jesús a tener victoria y restaurar el reino. All right, he's not the kind of king that we would ever imagine. This king comes and dies on the cross and, and rises again. Este no es ningún tipo de rey que podemos imaginar. Este rey viene y muere en la cruz. Right, he, he accomplishes victory over Satan, sin and death. Él tiene la victoria sobre la muerte, Satanás y pecado. Right, so his death and his resurrection establishes his kingdom and, and he's saving people and bringing them into his kingdom. Entonces su resurrección o resucitación restaura este reino y está llamando a la gente a su reino. And so right now we're, we're in a time where we're waiting for the final restoration where, where Christ will return. We're waiting for that second coming of Christ and, and that's what this parable is giving us a picture of. Y ahora estamos esperando la segunda venida de Cristo cuando todo va a, a ser como en el principio. All right, this, sec, this is the second coming of Christ. This is judgment. Es la segunda venida de Cristo y va a traer juicio. Well, where God will bring the justice that we're longing for. Va a traer la justicia que estamos esperando. Right, and he'll fully establish his kingdom on earth. Y va a establecer su reino completamente en la tierra. Right, everything will be as it was supposed to be. Todo va a ser como tiene que ser. All right, so now, now that we understand, and, and if you ever want to try to remember that, it's a four-part story, creation, fall, redemption, restoration. I'm going to say it all the time, and I, and I hope it sinks deep into, into your heart and your y, mind. Y si te quieres recordar, es una historia de cuatro partes. Es la creación, la, la caída, la restauración, y... Redemption, y restoration. Re redención y restauración. There we go. All right, so... We're living in a time in anticipation of that time where Christ will restore. Y ahorita estamos en el tiempo de esa espera. Estamos esperando a que venga Cristo. So here's the, here's the parable. In verse 37, it tells us the Son of Man. It's referring to Jesus. Okay, entonces viendo la parábola, vimos, vemos que dice el Hijo de Hombre. Estamos hablando de Jesús. Jesus sows good uh, seed in, in his field, which is the world. Jesús esparce la semilla en su campo. The good seed is, is the wheat, which are sons of the kingdom, which are Christians. Y la semilla esta somos nosotros, los cristianos, los seguidores de Cristo. Now you got to beware within, with these two parables because the seed changes from the first to the second parable. Y tienes que tener cuidado porque en la parábola anterior, la semilla cambia en, en esta parábola. They're, they're separate parables. Don't try to draw parallels between them. Son parábolas separadas y no las tenemos que revolver. Right, because the seed in the first parable was, was the gospel of the kingdom and God, which God was throwing it, the seed lavishly. El, la primera parábola, la semilla, significa el evangelio y cómo Dios la esparce en todo el mundo. And on and this one, it's, it's Christians. Y en esta, en esta parábola, la semilla son, son los cristianos. And so all he's saying here is, Here's God. The field is his world. He, he's saving people. Y lo que dice aquí es, es 
El mundo es el campo de Dios y él está salvando a la gente. Right, he's bringing people and he's making them citizens of his kingdom and he's growing them up to maturity. Él está levantando ciudadanos de su reino y los está haciendo más maduros. But verse 39 tells us that there's an enemy. El, versi el versículo 39 nos dice que hay un enemigo. So while everyone is sleeping, the, the devil comes and he sows his seed, mientras, his weeds. Mientras que todos estaban dormidos, el diablo viene y planta sus propias semillas. And he calls the weeds sons of the evil one, which is a, I mean, it's a word that carries a lot of weight. Y esta semilla o esta hierba mala se le llama aquí um, los hijos de, del maligno. Right, these are unbelievers, these are people who, who reject Christ, who don't accept Christ. Esos son los que no aceptan a Cristo. And what we see is Satan has some kind of grip on them, right? He's got a grip on their hearts. He's the deceiver. Y vemos aquí que Satanás los tiene amarrados o los tiene uh, engañados. Right, he's going down, he knows it, and he's taking as many people with him. Into damnation. El diablo sabe que él es que él va para abajo. Él sabe, entonces quiere agarrar tanta gente como él pueda a, que se vayan abajo con él. So in, in verse 27 of the parable, what we see is the servants now come to the master and they're questioning the origin of these weeds. Entonces lo que pasa siguiente es que vienen los trabajadores y le dicen, le están preguntando. Que de dónde vienen estas hierbas, esta hierba mala. Right, they're asking God, didn't you sow good, good seed? Y están preguntando Dios, ¿qué no habías plantado buena semilla? And, and it doesn't really tell us who the servants are, but I, I think it's Christians asking, asking God, like, what's going on here? Y aquí no dice uh, quiénes son los sirvientes, pero parece que los sirvientes son los cristianos. Que están preguntando, Dios, ¿qué está sucediendo aquí? Right. Uh, maybe a Christian who understands, hey, God is king. He's established his king, kingdom. He, he won victory on the cross. But yet, why is there so much rebellion here in your field, in the world, Lord? ¿Por qué hay tanta rebelión, tanta, tanto pecado si ya ganaste, ya eres rey? Right. Have you ever asked God, when will this brokenness and injustice end? ¿Alguna vez le has preguntado a Dios, cuándo va a terminar toda esta injusticia? Right, I ask God that question every time I see a, a news story where something happens to a little child. Yo le pregunto eso a Dios cada vez que veo las noticias y veo que algo le pasó a un infante, a un niño chiquito. Right, it, it breaks my heart and I'm like, God, where, where's your kingdom in there? Me quiebra el corazón y le digo a Dios, Dios, ¿en dónde está tu reino? Right, so the master answers that a, an enemy has done this and, and he's acknowledging that, that he's allowing Satan to continue his work until his second coming. Entonces él contesta que él sabe que un enemigo ha hecho esto y él está dejando que Satanás haga su trabajo. So the, this parable helps us see that, that God's kingdom is growing and advancing and, and Satan's evil work is, is, is working hand in hand at the same time. Not hand in hand like they're working together, but Satan's work is, uh, is being done. Entonces lo que esta parábola nos muestra es de que el reino de Dios está avanzando, pero también hay este reino de Satanás que también está avanzando junto con nosotros. No, no juntos mano a mano, pero el, el reino de Dios por una parte y Satanás por otra parte. Right, there's God's grace is moving in the world and, and evil is still in this world. Hay, hay cosas muy buenas en este mundo, pero todavía hay pecado. Y mal en este mundo. And so I, I think this is really important to understand for us as we live as Christians in the midst of the brokenness. 
Entonces, esto es muy importante para nosotros saber viviendo en, en viendo tanta quebran, quebrantandad. Right, it helps us understand. It, it gives us hope. Nos ayuda a entender y nos da esperanza. It helps us not grow weary in doing good. Y nos ayuda a que no te canses de hacer bien. Because God is working even when when it doesn't look like when when we can't see it. Porque Dios está trabajando aun cuando parece que no está trabajando. All right. So verse 28b, we see the second part of 28. The servants come to the master and they ask him, should we go pull the weeds? What, what should we do with these? Should we pull them up? Entonces lo que pasa siguiente, dicen, dicen los sirvientes, entonces ¿qué hacemos? ¿Vamos y arrancamos la hierba mala? And so what I think their, their Christians are asking here is, God, how do we deal with, with these people, right? How do we deal with weeds and, and unbelievers? Entonces lo que están preguntando es cómo cómo vivimos con esta gente o, o cómo los tratamos a los que no creen a, en Cristo. Right? We have this tendency to want to judge people, right? We're going to pull them up. We're going to separate the wheat and the weeds for God. A veces tenemos una tendencia en juzgar a la gente. Nosotros los queremos arrancar y separar. Right? So there's that let's judge them and then let's separate from them. Entonces queremos arrancarlos y separarnos de ellos. Right, and this is what the church has tended to do in the past is, is to want to judge and separate from the world. Entonces a veces lo que la iglesia quiere hacer es juzgar y separarnos del mundo. Right, but God doesn't, doesn't want us to judge. We're not very good judges in the first place. Pero Dios no quiere que nosotros juzguemos y no somos muy buenos jueces en, en primera en Right, we'd be throwing wheat, weeds, it'd be all mixed, mumbo-jumbo. Estuviéramos arrancando de la hierba mala y también del trigo y estuviera todo, todo mal. Right, if, if we pull up the weeds, sometimes we think it's a weed, but it's one of God's people who are growing up. O a veces pensamos que es una hierba mala y nada que era trigo, era alguien que sigue a Cristo. Right, and so the way I think about this idea of, of judging and separatism is what's called a, a holy huddle. Entonces, esto de juzgar uh, es como algo como un holy huddle que es como un club exclusivo de, de solamente de puros cristianos. And so what, what the church has tended to do is, is look at culture, look at the world, look at the people in the world, judge them and want to separate from them. Entonces la iglesia a veces quiere ver a la gente del mundo, ver a la cultura y separarnos de esa cultura, separarnos del mundo. Right, everything that's not Christian, everything that's not in the Bible is evil and I got to get away from it. Todo lo que no está en la Biblia, todo lo que sea del mundo es mal y yo me tengo que separar de eso. Right, we're the good people and they're the bad people. Nosotros somos la buena gente y ellos son los malos. Where the Bible tells us, no, we're all the bad people and God is good. Y la Biblia nos dice que todos somos malos, pero Dios es bueno. So we stay away. We don't want to get their sin flakes on us, right? We don't want their sin to rub out on us. Entonces nos separamos porque no queremos que nos caiga el polvo de, de pecado en la piel. Right, and then we go, we hide out in the church. Y vamos y nos escondemos en la iglesia. And we're waiting for the rapture. God, take me out of here. <laughs> y estamos esperando que Dios nos saque de aquí. But this is a, this whole idea of holy huddle comes from a, a misunderstanding of the gospel of the kingdom. Y este, esta idea de holy huddle o de club exclusivo right. solo para cristianos es 
Es como para separarnos del mundo. Right, because heaven isn't up there, out there in the clouds somewhere. Pero el cielo no está allá, muy lejos en las nubes. Right, and God take us out. The Bible tells us, go read Revelations chapter 21, the beginning of that, that heaven is here. There's a new heaven, new earth, a new Jerusalem that comes down and, and God's going to restore this creation. Pero si leemos Revelaciones capítulo 20, vemos que el reino va a estar aquí, en la tierra. El reino de Dios viene para, para abajo con nosotros. All right, so the master says in verse 30, no, leave them alone. Let them grow together. Entonces vemos que dice que, que le responde que no quiere que los arranquen right. a las hierbas. Christians are called to live amongst unbelievers. Los cristianos, los cristianos somos llamados a vivir junto a los que no creen en Cristo. God has both believers and unbelievers living together until the time of judgment. Dios tiene a cristianos y a no cristianos viviendo juntos hasta que venga él. Right. In this meantime, which is the church age. Y en este tiempo que vivimos, que es el, el tiempo de la iglesia. Right. God has redeemed a people for his kingdom restoring mission. Dios ha salvado a una gente para su misión de su reino. Right. He's established his church to be here as his kingdom witnesses. Ha establecido su reino aquí y somos como sus, sus testigos. To live among them. To tell them uh, of our Savior who, who has come and, and is returning. Para decirle a ellos de quién es Jesús y de nuestro Salvador y cómo Él va a regresar. And as we talked about last week, to, to bear fruit for the kingdom. Y para dar fruta al reino. Right, to tell people, or, or to even show people, be, be a, a, a picture of what that kingdom will be like. Para mostrarle a gente y ser como una foto de lo, que, de lo que se parece el reino de Dios. And so I was trying to think of a word to, to capture like what it means to live with them. And the word that I kept thinking was intertwined, like intertwined roots. Entonces una palabra que él estaba pensando para describir esto es me, mezclado, como ra, ra, raíces mezcladas o entrelazadas. entrelazadas. All right. So we're to treat their roots like they're our own. Entonces tenemos que tratar a esas raíces como que son nuestras propias raíces. Right, that's, the, that's what Jesus taught, right? To, to love your neighbor as yourself. Es lo que nos enseñó Jesús a amar a, a, nuestro, a nuestro vecino como a nosotros mismos, a nuestro prójimo. So I want them to be blessed just like I want to be blessed. Y yo quiero que ellos sean bendecidos igual como yo soy bendecido. I want them to know the good news of the kingdom just like God revealed it to me. Yo quiero que ellos sepan a las buenas nuevas de Dios de que pueden ser salvados así como yo soy right so I want them to flourish just as, as I want myself to flourish y quiero que florezcan así como yo mismo he florecido so this is why we can't have any separatism we can't go off into a holy huddle y por eso no nos podemos separar del mundo o hacer un club exclusivo this is why we need more than just a, a one day outreach event Or a, or a weekend mission trip, though not necessarily that those are bad, but we need more than that. Y por eso no, no necesitamos solamente un día de ir a misión o un fin de semana. Esas cosas no son males, pero So God's calling us to live everyday life this way. Pero todos los días tenemos que vivir así. And I, I think that means that we're to have deep relationships with people, and, and in particular, people that don't know Jesus. Y tenemos que tener amistades con gente y gente que no, conoz, que no conoce a Cristo. Right, Jesus was called a friend of sinners, and, and we're to have 
friends, be friends with people that don't know God. A Jesús lo llamaron un amigo de los pecadores. Right, we're called to love them, to share our lives with them. Tenemos que amarles y compartir nuestra vida con ellos. Right, to share the gospel, share truth with people. A compartir la, la verdad con ellos y el, el evangelio. Right, and if our roots are intertwined, right, if they're mixed, we should feel a little bit of, of responsibility for them. Y si nuestras raíces están interlazadas o revueltas, tenemos que tratarlos con respeto. I was reading this book called Kingdom Calling and it was talking about uh, when you see a homeless guy on the street and it says you're responsible for that guy and that really like, ooh, that hurt me. Eh, Chris estaba leyendo un libro y que se llama, what was the, the name of the book? Kingdom Calling. Uh, Llamado del Reino. Él estaba leyendo este libro y este libro le decía como si él mira a alguien que no tiene hogar en la calle, él es responsable por este hombre. Y a Chris le dolió un poco leer eso. Right, so you should, we should feel a, a level of responsibility. I am my brother's keeper. Entonces tenemos que tener un nivel de responsabilidad. Right, so I'm not necessarily responsible like I'm their savior, but I'm responsible to, to seek their good, for them to, to, to be able to share the truth with them. No somos responsables de de ser su salvador, pero somos responsables de, de compartir las buenas nuevas con ellos y la verdad con ellos. Right, so God has you where you are for this kingdom mission. Entonces Dios te tiene a ti en donde tú estás para tu misión del reino. Right, this is not just a, the, the pastors or, or preachers or evangelists, this is you, esto, all of God's people. Esto no solamente es para los los pastores o los predicadores o los evangelistas, eso es para todos nosotros. We're all in full-time ministry. We're just getting our paycheck somewhere else. Todos estamos en ministerio tiempo completo, pero nos pagan en otro lugar. Right, so God has you where you are in his field to be his missionary. Entonces Dios te tiene allá afuera en el mundo, en el campo para ser su misionario. Right, you're his missionary to, to your workplace. To, to your, your school. En, en, tu, en tu trabajo, en tu escuela, eres un misionario. To your own family at home. It's, it's got to start there and, and then extends to the, the rest of your family. En tu propia familia, ahí es donde comienza y luego se extiende al resto de tu familia. <clears throat> and the good news is that, that God is going to save some of those weeds. Y las buenas noticias es de que Dios va a salvar algunas de esas hierbas. And the even cooler news is that God's going to use you to save them. Y lo más suave es de que Dios te va a usar a ti para salvarlos. All right. Let's move on in the parable. Verse 39, we see, At the end of the age, there, there will be a harvest. The reapers will separate the, the wheat from weeds. En el versículo 39. I'm not reading. I, I'm reading my notes. Sorry. <laughs> en el versículo 39 dice que, a los ángeles, oh wait, yeah, yeah. El, el enemigo siembra semilla mala y la, la cosecha es el fin del mundo. Right, so this is again speaking of the second coming of Christ, the final judgment. Entonces está, está hablando aquí de la segunda venida de Cristo. And verse 40 says, just as the weeds are gathered and burned with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all lawbreakers, and throw them into the fire furnace. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. En el versículo 40 dice, Así como se recoge 
la mala hierba y se quema en el fuego. Ocurrirá también al fin del mundo. El Hijo del Hombre enviará a sus ángeles y arrancará de su reino a todos los que pecan y hacen pecar. Y los arrajarán, los arrojarán al horno encendido donde habrá llanto y rechinar de dientes. All right, so there's this picture of, of the harvest again where, where the angels, the reapers come in and, and separate out the wheat from the weeds. Entonces esa es una foto de el fin cuando los ángeles vienen y separan a la, el trigo de la hierba. Right, the separation of, of believers and unbelievers. Separan aquí a, a los creyentes y a los no creyentes. And, and it says here that they're They're burned. They're thrown, in the, uh, thrown into hell, which is described as a, a fiery furnace. Y entonces son tirados al infierno, que es describido como una lumbre que no se, no se apaga. And in that place, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Y ahí hay llorar, llorando y rechinar de los dientes. And I, I want to point out that hell is not a metaphor. Jesus speaks of this place literally. Y el infierno no es una metáfora. Jesús habla del infierno literalmente. And the Bible is, is clear about judgment. It can't get any clearer. Y la Biblia es, es clara acerca del infierno. No se puede hacer más claro. Hell is eternal. It's forever. There's no end. El infierno es para siempre. Es eternal y no se acaba. It's conscious. You're awake. You're alive. You're breathing. Es consciente. Estás despierto. Estás viviendo. Estás respirando. And it describes it as, as torment. The absent of all that is good. Y se describe como tortura. Es la, absenc la absencia de, de todo lo bueno. And I was thinking about like the absence of all that is good. Imagine never feeling love. La, la ausencia de todo lo bueno. Imagina, imagínate que nunca te sientas bien. Imagine never feeling joy or peace again. Imagínate que nunca sientas gozo o paz. I even, I even think about like imagine the worst feelings you've ever felt. And now you're going to feel that for eternity. Imagina los sentimientos más peores que has tenido. Imagínate que son eternos. You know, and I know this is not popular things to say. I don't like saying it, but we have to live in reality. Esas no son cosas populares que decir. Y a mí no me gusta hablar de eso tampoco, pero es la realidad. And that's why we are redemption. We, we go verse by verse through the Bible because we'd probably want to avoid something like this. Y por eso aquí en Redención leemos verso por verso porque queremos evitar algo como esto. So I'm not just, I'm not just here trying to scare anyone, but this should scare us a little bit. Y no estamos, a, a lot of bit, I'm sorry. Y no estamos aquí para espantar a la gente, pero esto a lo mejor te espanta un poco. But I encourage you in your fear, don't run from God, run to God. Y te animo a que no corras de Dios, sino corre hacia Dios. But I know a natural response, and, th and this comes up a lot, where people will say, well, how can a loving God judge or, or condemn people? Y hay veces nos preguntamos, ¿y por qué un, un Dios amoroso va a condenar o a juzgar a la gente? And I would argue that God's judgment, especially when you think about it in the context of the kingdom, is loving. Y yo te diría que en el contexto que estamos leyendo, el, juzga, el juzgamento es porque Dios ama a la gente. Right, judgment flows out of his love for his people. Este, juzgame, juz, este juzgamento sale del amor que él tiene a la gente. So you got to think about it this way, that God in his love protects his children 
from evil. Entonces tienes que pensar así que el amor de Dios protege a sus a sus hijos, a sus seguidores. Just like you protect whom you live with if you have children, you protect your children from evil. Así como tú proteges a tu casa, tu hogar, tu esposa o tus hijos. Right, you have locks on your house. You have an alarm on your house for a reason. Tenemos selladuras, candados en las casas o alarmas en las casas. Right, because you keep, you try to keep evil out. Porque no queremos que entre el mal. Right, you protect your children, your loved ones from, from potential evil. Protegemos a nuestros niños o a nuestros queridos del, del mal. Right, so God d- in the same way does not allow rebels into his kingdom. Entonces Dios en la misma manera no deja que entren rebeldes al reino de Dios. And you got to think about it. These are people that didn't want to follow Jesus anyway. They didn't accept Jesus anyway, so he lets them go their way. Y esta es la gente que no quiso seguir a Dios de todas maneras. Ellos lo rechazaron, entonces Dios los deja que se vayan por su propio camino. And think about think about this. Imagine we get to God, the, the kingdom comes, it's established, and everyone is there. Y ahora imagínate que aquí está el reino de Dios y todos están ahí. It would be hell. Sería infierno. Right? Imagine the, the Mexican cartel is running wild. Imagínate que el cartel de México esté en, en el cielo. Right? Imagine injustice is still there. Murderers, uh, rapists are still there. Imagínate que haya sicarios o uh, gente que viola. And now they can live for all eternity. Y ahora van a vivir por toda la eternidad. Right, that's hell. Eso es infierno. All right, so. And I, I mean, let me see. I, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to that kind of place. Yo, y yo no quiero ir ahí. Yo no quiero ir a ese lugar. So the gospel, the good news is that God will judge evil. Entonces las buenas noticias es de que Dios va a juzgar right. lo malo. Lawbreakers and all of its causes are eradicated from his kingdom. Los que quieran la ley van a ser uh, sacados. Right, so there'll be, there'll be no more child abuse. Ya no va a haber abuso a los niños. There'll be no more, you know, one of the things that just kills me is to think about a sex trade that's out there. Una cosa que me mata es uh, el... El tráfico de las mujeres. Right, there'll be no more murders. There'll be no more divorce. No va a haber asesinatos. No va a haber divorcio. Right, there'll be no more wars. All, all these horrible things. There'll be no more death and, and sickness. No va a haber guerra, ni muerte, ni enfermedad. Even think about the, the negative emotions we experience. There'll be no more anger and stress and fear. Y no va a haber tampoco emociones que sentimos nosotros como... Uh, cuando te enojas o miedo. Right. That, that, that'll be a great relief. Va a ser muy suave. So, again, in God's kingdom, shalom will fill the earth. Entonces, este shalom va a llenar la tierra. Right. There'll be hu- a universal human flourishing. Va a haber una um, flores... Una flores... Floreciendo de la humanidad universal. And I picture his kingdom as, uh, if you've ever seen a, 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 a movie of a, a king where he, he liberates his people, I picture dancing in the streets. I picture great celebration. Oh, nunca has visto una película cuando el rey libera a su gente y hay 
hay uh, gente bailando en las calles. Y en el libro de revelaciones, antes de ver al rey, siempre hay alabanza. Entonces Dios va a hacer todo como tiene que ser y mejor. All right. So the wheat, in the end, the wheat are gathered into his barn, which is God's kingdom. Entonces, al fin, el, el trigo es reunido en la, en la granera de Dios, que es el reino de Dios. Verse 43, the righteous will shine like the, the sun in the kingdom of their father. En el versículo 43, 43, que dice que los justos brillarán en el reino de su padre. I like that idea, this, the righteous shining like the sun, because... Not only will creation be restored, but we're going to be restored. Y me gusta este versículo porque no no solamente va a estar restaurado el mundo y la creación, pero también nosotros mismos. Right, we're going to be made perfect, no more broken down bodies. Vamos a ser perfectos, ya no más tener ya no vamos a tener cuerpos quebrantados. Right, no more no more sin, no more struggling with sin and, and fighting against sin. No más pecado y luchar contra pecado. Right, we're, we're perfected in Christ. Vamos a ser perfectos en Cristo. So I want to end with this idea. Some people might ask, well, it, the, it says that all lawbreakers are gathered and punished. So they might ask, well, aren't we all lawbreakers? Y quiero terminar con esto. Dice que todos los, los que quieran la ley van a ser castigados. Y no dice la Biblia que todos nosotros somos, quebramos la ley? The answer is yes, we're all lawbreakers. We are all weeds counted amongst the, the ones he was going to judge. Y la respuesta es sí, todos nosotros éramos parte de esa hierba que iba a ser arrancada. But in Christ, we're free from that judgment. Pero en Cristo, ya somos libre, libres de ese, de ese juicio. Right. The punishment was laid on Christ. He became accursed for us. El castigo ya lo recibió Cristo. Ya somos nosotros limpios, libres. Right. Our evil was paid in Christ. Nuestro mal ya lo pagó Cristo. So if, if you're here, you're hearing this. If you don't know Christ, there's still great hope. Y si estás aquí, estás escuchando esto, todavía hay esperanza. Right, Jesus, the call of Jesus is repent and believe the kingdom is at hand. Y el llamado de Cristo es, el reino de Dios viene, repiéntanse. He says, turn, believe, come to me. Ven a mí, dice, arrepiéntete. And so the good news is that you can have your sin covered too. Y las buenas noticias es que puedes tener tu, tu pecado pagado, Let's cubierto. Pray. Vamos a orar. Lord, uh, I, uh, I thank you for this good news, even though it's hard news. Te doy gracias, Señor, por esas noticias, aunque es un poco difícil. I think it's hard because we're still living amongst the, the weeds and, and we still love people and care for them and long for them to know you, Lord. Es difícil porque vemos a esta gente que está perdida y, y queremos que, que te conozcan. And so we pray that you would use us, Lord, that you might use us to see the king, your kingdom come in people's lives, Lord. Y te pido que nos uses y que nos ayudes a decirle a la gente que tu reino viene. And then I pray that we would set our hope In you, Lord. Y que nos ayudes a poner nuestra esperanza en ti. Uh, I long for the day where we'll see the, the new Jerusalem coming down 
to earth, Lord. Espero ese día, anhelo ese día cuando venga la nueva Jerusalén. I long for the day will, where you will once again dwell with man. Cuando una vez más vas a estar aquí con nosotros, con los hombres. Where you will wipe away every tear from our eyes, Lord. Donde nos vas a limpiar cada lágrima de los ojos. And I, I pray as, as we look forward to that day, we wouldn't forget where you have us now, Lord. Y que no nos olvidemos, mientras que miramos a ese día, que no olvidemos dónde estamos ahora. May we be your kingdom people, Lord. Que seamos su gente del reino. In Jesus' name we pray. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. Amen.